Hey, everyone, this is Chris and Sandy Benton with the Chris and Sandy Show, where we get up close and personal with some amazing rising artists. And as I say every time, we've got a great one for you today. I guess Sandy reminded me something yesterday I didn't even think about. She goes, that's Harvey, Steve Harvey's line. And I was like, oh, it is. And I didn't even know I got that from him, I guess, but mm-hmm. I did. But we got a great show for you. We really do. we got Southern Halo that's on, and we've been so proud to bring them on. Um, they're definitely moving up the ladder within the country music world, and you'll be hearing them all over eventually. And are y'all here? Woohoo! We're here! We thank you enough for having us. Oh, my goodness. We're so excited. We're, oh, we're thank you for being glad. on the show. We appreciate it. We definitely appreciate y'all being on. So how are y'all hanging in there with all this mess going on? <laughs> so far, so good. We're taking a negative and turning it into a positive and just writing a whole bunch of new songs that we um, are just itching to record and release later this year. So oh, man. And just released a new single um, a few days ago. So um, just been doing a lot of live Facebook takeovers and, um, you know, getting a, a bigger chance to hang out with our um, social media presence and audience. So it's been a really great time so far. Thankfully, we're all healthy over here. <laughs> yep, and, oh, and, and awesome. you know we um, we've we've got we let takeovers happen on New Country Buzz too, which we're working out for y'all too on that one. <laughs> oh, awesome! You. Thank you, you so much. Funny, you know what's funny is it, it just happened to happen today like this. But what's ironic is um, I guess we're calling today Sister Duo Day because we have y'all come yes. now for the show. And Wildfire is the takeover today, who are sister duo uh, from Texas. Who, oh, um, that's awesome. Country awesome. Awesome. <laughs> so it's that's that's a duo day today <laughs> for us, and we love it. <laughs> that's so <Hey>. cool. <clears throat> so as we get started, tell us a little bit about who y'all are, a brief overview of y'all, and um, some hobbies y'all like to do outside of music. Oh my goodness! Of course. So, um, so we are we are uh, two sisters from the Mississippi Delta. We started off um, playing music at really really young ages. Um, even with our our younger sister too, Hannah. So she used to grow up and um, play the bass with us as well in our band. So Christina's the middle child. She's the drummer. That's right, y'all. So I'm crazy. I kind of bring like the rock aspect into our genre here that we've got going on. And then Nata. And then I'm the oldest one. I'm Natalia. And um, I just kind of started off on the piano and the guitar. And um, I see sing lead and, you know, love writing the songs that we produce and put out there. So we were just having so much fun. We've, we've just grown up doing this. Um, I think our first show was back in 2009. Yeah. And oh, wow. we have just learned as we've grown through the industry so much. Um, just with each year, you know, just. Yeah, um, just kind of really discovering who we are through music, which yeah. I just can't, you know, imagine doing yeah. it any other way. And, you know, it's really funny to kind of see how we've changed throughout the industry and throughout the years mm-hmm. being in this industry, mm-hmm. like with every album that we do. And we cannot uh-huh. wait to show you guys new music because it's another level up, y'all. It is just so much fun Absolutely. and it's going to awesome. be great. So, uh, so how hard was it or what was the hardest part to going from a trio to a duo? Ooh, ooh! You know, I, it's so crazy to think about it. Um, because it all just happened in a really good time. I mean, the world was, mm-hmm. and then you know, the three of us sat down because we all started getting a little older. Hannah is the youngest, so mm-hmm. now that she was given the opportunity to go to college 
and get a degree mm-hmm. In, mm-hmm. Um, in interior design, something she's always wanted to do, it just made sense. And not only that, but we were also um, already beginning to work with a brand new producer who was mm-hmm. um, just allowing us to bring out who we really are through our recording music. And so, so many changes were already happening. And, um, we were kind of going from, you know, who we were in Southern Halo to a little bit more mature, honest sound. Right. And I don't know, I wouldn't yeah. really call it anything of like a drama kind of thing that happened. It's, yeah. it's been a really smooth transition, mm-hmm. and we're all well, still good. hanging out. We're all still together. <laughs> so we love it. Yeah. Oh, good. So far, all, all great changes. Is the, uh, with y'all, you know, being from a trio to a duo, is there a difference there that you've noticed? Um, you know, I think I think you know, going from a trio to a duo, it just it does make us realize that we get to be a little bit more playful with um, the harmonies yeah. and our sound oh, in wow. general. Like, there's yeah. so much more you can do now. There's a lot of space mm-hmm. to be able to create a certain sound that you want. And I mean, we're just mm-hmm. having so much mm-hmm. fun putting this stuff together. That is awesome. It's yeah. incredible. <laughs> so, what's something quirky about y'all? I always like to start kind of happy and great before we get really heavy into things. But what's something quirky about y'all? Something oh. quirky about it. Christina's a quirky. Oh, my goodness. So I have a lot of quirks. So, like, I'm crazy, obviously. Always jumping off the walls. I have so much energy. But, uh, I mean, what what do I like to do in my free time? Like, a lot of outdoor activity, especially growing up in the Mississippi Delta. There's so much mm-hmm. to do out here. You can go mm-hmm. fishing, hunting, in the mud, in the mud, mud riding. can't stay still. To be honest, she's got a lot of fun quirks about her. Yeah. Um, and then I guess I don't, I don't know about me. I'm just very, um, I always love anything that, uh, since I am an older sister, um, if you, you know, if you know your older child too, we're just very, um, we're always on top of things at all times. The things mm-hmm. that I love to do in my spare time is just anything that like is involved yoga or meditating or walking or anything, just basically trying to chill out. So it's so crazy how Christina and I are so polar opposite, opposite, but in a good way. Yeah, (laughs) That's good. (laughs) So um, at what age did y'all look at each other and say, you know what? I want to do this with my life. What was that moment like? Honestly, I think we all kind of started doing our own things at different ages. I started singing when I was like, six years old, and I, I really took to it. I mean, it was something I could not stop doing to save my life. Yeah. And, I mean, then I started with the drums because of my energy. And we didn't even form a band on purpose. We were just kind of all doing different instruments, like, separately. Yeah. We yeah. always said that a lot of kids, you know, found their love and passion for sports, and yeah. then we end up mm-hmm. individually just kind of started mm-hmm. picking up instruments. So, yeah, mm-hmm. it just kind of fell together. And I want to say with this new project is when we kind of looked at it like, oh, we kind of want to do this for the rest of our lives. Because it literally was, the you know, the determination of, um, you know, all, after all these years, now that we're, you know, growing up, I'm 22 and Christina's 21. And <laughs> Hannah's turning 20 in a few weeks. So, um, yeah, that was kind of, you know, when we opened our eyes. And uh, Tink and I still, even with Hannah wanting to do something else, we still just want to create music for yeah. you guys. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and, and, you know, we can relate to what you're saying here because um, – almost sounds like how all this has come together for us like we we originally launched new country buzz back in 2014 2015 era and things took off um but for personal reasons we ended up shutting it down in 2015 but before we shut it down we interviewed kelsey ballerini which was pretty cool before everybody knew her 
and uh, yeah. or I should say, <laughs> and you know, we shut that everything down in 2015. Mm-hmm. But I can remember in my heart, like, oh, it, it like ached, ached inside of me, because um, I felt like we were supposed to do this. And it was like every six yeah. months, I would look up the domain new country buzz up. Nope, still available. Because I actually let go of the domain and everything. I was like Did trying to really? push everything away, and oh nobody goodness. bought it then. Then it was like six months later, nobody bought it. Then it was like, I don't know, I guess God mm-hmm. just kept putting it in my mind to keep looking it up. And yeah. all of a sudden, at the end of 2018, the craziest thing happened. Um, I told Sandy, like, okay, this is eating me alive. We've got to relaunch. We've got to finish what yeah. we started. And she was like, oh, let's do this. And it was just one of them things that, you know, we, we had no idea that we was going to do this mm-hmm. show. In 2019 was really more of building the foundation of New Country Buzz because we post a lot of news of up-and-coming artists like, y- 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 like y'all and all that on yeah. it. And then, end, and then end of last year, I said, you know, I was like, I think it's time to go to the next level. We need a show. And Sandy was like, well, what name would we give? I was like, well, let's do yeah. like a Bobby <laughs> Bones show or like a Ty Bentley show, you know? Yeah, exactly. It was called the Chris and Sandy show. And I'm like, and, you really think that would work? <laughs> yeah, because she was asking you. I, I'm like, well, when you look at all the shows that actually do work are out there, most of them mm-hmm. are the name of the people in most cases. That, yes, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, those are the best and, ones, like the Bobby Bones. So I was like, let's do this. So we we set the launch January 3rd, which was actually my mom's mm-hmm. birthday. Um, she passed away years ago, but I thought in honor oh. of her, we'd launch it on her birthday. and. We wanted to do maybe, um, you know, 50, 60 shows the first year. Mm-hmm. And like I told you before the show started, you're number 68 since January 3rd. So we're like, oh all this goodness. is falling in place. And we're, we're wow. like, wow, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're, <laughs> we're pinching ourselves because we're like, how is this even happening? Uh, and uh, so we really feel, feel like this is where we're supposed to be. We're right where we're supposed to be. Um, and, and a little bit later in the show, I'll tell you, because, again, it's y'all's turn now, but and a little bit later in the show, I'll tell you a little bit of the story of how music came in my life. <laughs> okay, that is so cool. So, see, like, as you can tell, I mean, sometimes you just kind of have to uh, let go of something or, you know, start something new to really find out that you truly love it. Me alive. It, it really did. And, um, and and what's funny is that the, when we first married 17 years ago, I was – I didn't – I mean, I didn't – I can't say I didn't like music. I liked music. Yeah. But I was one of these people that was big into, like, mm-hmm. your audio stuff, um, motivational yeah. guru stuff. My goal Man, was to speak, was to do most motivational speeches in front of thousands of people. That was where I wanted to go with my life. And Sandy was hardcore music person. So we came oh, yeah. together, and, and all, I, all I wanted to listen to was audios. All she wanted to listen to music. Well, there's a problem there. You can't listen to both. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> in the car together. <laughs> So we'd made agreement to do a 50-50 split, and I always joke with people that she kind of brainwashed me in all this music stuff because now I'm, now, now I'm kind of getting to speak, but just in a different way than I thought, and she's getting to live out her passion <laughs> with music all See? in one show. It's perfect. Mm-hmm. It could not be more perfect. Oh, I just love yeah. that, you guys. Well, I'm so glad everything worked out for it, too. It seems like it's doing really great. Yeah, it is, and, and, and because of that, this show kind of drives us, and the whole meaning of music and how it moves people, that's what really drives mm-hmm. us. What drives y'all? Oh, my goodness. I mean, 
everyday life experiences, I mean, the way that life changes so frequently for the good, for the bad, for whatever reason, you can always make a light out of it and then write a song mm-hmm. about it. You know, that's how mm-hmm. we get, that's how we cope through life and get through things. <laughs> Absolutely. And you're talking about write a song about it. I love that because Sandy's got a really, um, I guess it's not a cool story. It's a sad story, but she's got a story from high school. Really? Oh, oh yes. yeah. Yes, I was I was bullied a, a lot in junior high and high school. Had a lot of anxiety, depression during that time, and and music is definitely what helped me get through that that time period. Hearing songs that I could relate to back then, and that that helped spark my passion for for music wow. and and songwriting, lyric writing. Yeah. Absolutely. Who was your favorite artist to listen to back then? Oh, I had so many. A lot of country. That's when I first started getting into country. Oh, yeah. Of course, all that Faith Hill, Shania Twain, all that. But I also yeah. love pop music from that day, too. Yes, anything, Don Henley, anything oh, like that yeah. from that time period. So. I just, well, I just love hearing that music was able to help, you know, bring you out of something like that. Because, um, you know, we did, we ended up doing a lot of shows that were based on, um, you know, raising awareness of bullying and um, suicide and just things like that. It's just, it really goes to show that music really is just such a great, a great outlet to, you know, just kind of escape reality. Oh, yes. and it really gets you through, you know, the crazy tough times in life too. So that's just Absolutely. so cool. Yes. So. So when you look back on your life so far, or your musical career, I should say, what are some moments where you're like, wow, we got to do this? Oh, man. I mean, Europe. I mean, yeah, touring cool. Europe with, like, packed out shows every <laughs> single night for weeks. That was insane. And honestly, I want to say my first aha moment <laughs> was when we were young and we got to open up for B.B. King. Oh, yeah. That, that was, was like, oh, what? Wow. That was because we grew up just um, fascinated with the blues, so of course, like BB King was one of the very you wow. know early artists we yes. just admired, and getting to open up for him uh, twice actually yeah. it was just the most amazing moment ever. Oh, that's so cool. That's really cool. And what are some other moments that y'all have? Oh man, there's so many. I mean, I want to say we did I'm... a lot of fun. Um, <laughs> Shows like getting to open up for like big country artists. So like, um, mm-hmm. I know that we did this one uh, where it was in Coleman, Alabama, and I think it was called Rock the South, and it was huge yeah. with uh, Brantley Gilbert, and we got to meet. Oh wow! Mo, and mm-hmm. like just getting to meet like people that you looked up oh, to. Eric Paslay was Air there. Paslay. Was I mean, fun. so many amazing artists, and the whole day, like we got to open up for them, and um, that article huh. was featured Rolling Stones, and we just got to hang out backstage and hang out with them, and they were so nice. So cool. I mean, so many moments. It's just uh, uh, another really cool one is getting to play at the Surf Ballroom, and we did one of our very first uh, writers' rounds there. Oh, yeah. And that was just really oh, wow. historically amazing, too. Um, just so many, man. I mean, we could we could talk about that forever. <laughs> <laughs> and, and the reason uh, I like to go there is because I like to flip, you know, eventually I like to flip the script. Because I know a lot, a lot of hosts, um, and, that's, and, and all hosts have their uniqueness. And I think our main uniqueness of what we do is we also like to talk about the other side of the coin, so to speak. Mm-hmm. That's you know, so true. there are some great, there are some great things that happen in music, but there's also there some are. great sacrifice. And there's, but there's so, so many great sacrifice. And where I want to go now, I'm going to tell a small story of, of how to get there, of where I'm trying to go. 
we interviewed Alice and Steele from Two Steel Girls back in um, 2014, and uh-huh. it was when they were it was when they were full time with music. And one of my questions I asked them was, "What advice would you give an up and coming artist?" And she said, "It's going to sound funny what I'm about to say coming from a full time artist." She goes, "But if your heart will allow you to do anything outside of music." then go do that and keep music as a hobby. She goes, the sacrifices that we have to make um, on so many levels when you go full-time, she goes, you, you, you can have the passion, but that doesn't mean you're going to like playing many times. You have issues that happen each day that it doesn't matter what happens. You've got to gig that night. You've got to get there and smile. Your family sacrifices, not just you as the artist. Everybody sacrifices. She says, but... If your heart won't allow you to do anything outside of music, then go all in because being all in is the only way to make those sacrifices worth it. Now, what do you think about what you said? And, and let's go there about some of the sacrifices and struggles you all went through to get to where you're at right now. I mean, of course there are your sacrifices, but that's exactly how we live every single day. Our heart will not allow us to do anything or think about anything outside of music. Like, it's just, it's what we love. It's our job, you know. It's well, not just a hobby to us. Well, I mean, some of our sacrifices that we did do, you know, we, we left out of elementary school. As soon as we yeah. um, got out of that, we immediately went, swapped over to, online schooling so because we literally mm-hmm. lived on the road so um we got yeah. to a point to where we had gigs so far away and they would be you know late night gigs um and you know we would still have to go to school so we would have to drive hours back after yeah. the show and and then go to school and we'd be exhausted and so we just you know had to give up you know friends social life yeah. i mean sometimes you know when you're on the road it's just you find mm-hmm. your your pack and thank God we did this as a family. So you know, mom and dad would travel <laughs> with us, and you know, all of us, you know, we're sisters in, in the in a band together. So we would just you know mm-hmm. make fun out of it. But mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, lots and lots of sacrifices. Yeah. But it doesn't you know it doesn't hurt to do it if you know if yeah. it's really I mean, something with, you love. With every job that you have, you've got your sacrifices, and and you have to look forward to those things and expect those kinds of sacrifices and. Troubles mm-hmm. and bumps in the road. Whenever you have so much passion and commitment towards a certain project, you know. Yeah, and I think one of the things too going into this career was um, yeah. I remember sitting down and like we, ne- we never go into anything without just kind of writing out like what everything, happened? every single thing that could go wrong and something that you might miss out <laughs> on, things yeah. like that. So when they happened, you weren't really surprised, you know. Yeah, yeah exactly. And, and you know, I love that y'all are talking about career jobs, all that, because one thing that I cringe on, when you see people on Facebook, they talk about this, and people in person will say, you know, I've heard it so many times, artists just need to get a real job, and I hate oh, oh, yeah. that phrase. I hate that. Hey. I've told people, I've stopped mm-hmm. people from saying that. Say, look, please don't say tell artists to get real jobs. they got something better, a passion to live for. Besides, as an independent artist, they have 10, 20, 30 jobs, because they're doing it all <laughs> themselves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was about to say, man, it's a full-time <laughs> job. Like, most people go to work from 8 to 5, and, you know, since we're, we're an independent <laughs> artist as well. So, like, we're running this whole ship, man. We're doing everything. <laughs> so, we'll, I mean, it's like 12-hour days sometimes, you know. It's like, but it's mm-hmm. so much fun, and that's something that you get to say is that you love your job. Like, and you don't have to do it from 8 to 5. You can do it, you know, as long as you want. Yep. And, you know, I'm glad all this is coming out, too, because, again, um, 
it's diff- I think a lot of people who don't have lost their passion for things, they're usually the ones that say stuff like that because they think you should be normal like them. I mean, that we've yeah. heard that for years. Mm-hmm. I mean, Sandy and I have been married over 17 years now. And we've been a 24-7 couple the whole time, basically. <laughs> yeah, and oh, course, we have a funny story about that. Remember what Christopher asked us recently about I, normal. <laughs> oh, oh um, what, what, what's funny, little Chris, our little eight-year-old, um, and, and it's like, how do you answer this? He asked the question. Yeah. I guess he heard it on one of the cartoons. And he asked us, what does normal mean? What's normal mean? <laughs> <laughs> we don't know. Oh, how do I describe this to him? That's cute. That's so sweet. Oh, I just lo- I love y'all's whole dynamic too. Like the way that you run the show and just getting like that's why I really agree with that. Cause I mean, like I said, that's how we did it. You know, just being you know doing something as a family is just yep. so much better. Oh yeah. Oh, we love it. Yeah. And and the, and the hit the part about the past, I think people also don't understand about the past. I've got friends of mine, and then, and. And I always try to tell people, please, don't take someone's passion away or don't steal it from them because here's what can happen. Yeah. I've, got friends of, I've got friends of mine that are, say, 15 years in their career, and they're, like, um, miserable. Now I'm not saying all yeah. of them. I'm just saying, I'm just saying there's a handful that are miserable. And you sit down right. with them and you ask them, well, what's, you know, like, man, you've got this great lifestyle. You've got, you've got a great family. You seem to have a really awesome career. And they're like, oh, 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 no, nope, that's the problem. The career's the problem. I'm like, what do you mean yeah. the career's the problem? Um, they, uh, it's like you went to six years of college or eight years of college, whatever it was, for this career. And they're like, no, I went to college because my parents told me I had to. They told yeah. me I had to be this they told me I had to do this, 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 this. So I, so, so now they're in 15 years in their career and they're miserable because they, they didn't go, they didn't go where they were supposed to go. They went where other people told them to go. Right. They yeah. didn't follow their own dream. Yeah. They were living somebody else's. That's, that's crazy. It's so common too. That's that's why a lot of people, you know, get divorced and that's why a lot of people, yep. you know, just mm-hmm. you know, fall into the the norm and you know, I I get that for sure. Yeah. And I think a lot of times the divorce rate too can go with if one has passion and the other one don't, or 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 they both have two different um, dreams, paths that they're going. That can be, you know that's why Sandy and I we've always tried to find a way to combine what we both love to become one True. under the same umbrella. Because yeah. if you do that, yeah. then we could be passionate together. Exactly. Right. Exactly right, man. No better way to be. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So, what's been some of your favorite venues that y'all played? Oh my goodness! Oh man, I've, I've <laughs> thousands of shows. It's so hard to pinpoint. What's I mean, favorite? I want to say like there's this really cool place called uh, it was called Jumpin' Jacks, and it was in Newcastle, England. Oh yeah, the and place mm-hmm. with Jimi Hendrix. Jimi oh, Hendrix wow. had played there, and we just flipped out like just to think that he played on that stage. So we ended up playing um. Uh, all along the watchtower that night, and it was just so historical, and it was so great to be. Um, to this day, Newcastle is like one of my favorite places that we ever. Yeah, she visited. wants to get married there. She, it obviously left a good impression on her. It she was wants it. Really cool. I don't know. We got to play a lot of fun things. Um, I remember we did the Delmar. What was it? The San Diego County Fair. Oh, a lot that was when we were so younger. much fun. Oh man, I'm trying to think. There were a lot of good gigs. Oh my, so many, so many great ones too. I mean. 
just all over the place, and a lot of it was thanks to radio as well. Yeah. So, you know, we just love yeah. our uh, friends and family in the radio mm. world. Um, and, uh, yeah, like, said, awesome. like a lot of those gigs came from that. So it's just it's just all oh, over yeah. the place. Yeah. That one gig has been bad, you know. Yeah. <clears throat> so now here's a great time for a small break, a little commercial break, and then we're going to play yeah. your song, Don't Let Another Day Go By, and talk about that. How's that? Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so hang on the line, and and the re- reason I'm telling you hang on the line, we actually had somebody, and and this is a funny funny story too. Before we get to the commercial break, but we actually oh, had no. somebody ghost us in the middle of our show. What? We what? did <laughs> one <laughs> time. Yeah, they, they, yeah, they didn't they, they didn't ghost us. They ghosted us in the middle of the show. We ain't heard from them since. So you know, wow. so even even we get so even we get that too. So. Yes. Okay, that is insane. You probably thought it just ended or something. I don't know. That's funny. <laughs> well, they I reached out to them several times the same day and the next day they right. never responded back. So that tells me they wow. didn't. Yeah. Okay, that is that is crazy. Oh yeah. Okay. Crazy. So here we go. Quick commercial break. Hey everyone. We have partnered with another great podcast called The Sports Guys Podcast. You can find them over at thesportsguyspodcast.com. The Sports Guys Podcast is a sports and country music podcast hosted by Brandon, Nick, and Andy. They cover sports on a state, regional, and national level with many of the biggest names in the sports industry. The Sports Guys also host a Backstage Pass music segment where they go behind the scenes and talk with some of the biggest artists in country music, everything from Texas country, Americana, as well as Nashville artists. The Backstage Pass provides a more in-depth look at the musicians' rise in music as they talk about their career and tell stories about their music to share with their fans. Many of the same guests will be appearing on our show as well. Again, you can find them over at thesportsguyspodcast.com. It's a grand slam of sports and music. Please go over and check them out.
just love the song. Oh, yes, great song. Thank you. (laughs) So what inspired that song? How did that come together? Tell us the story behind it. You know, I actually sat down and wrote that song with our new producer, Cliff Downs. Um, That was the very first song we had written together. Um, We met each other, I want to say, a little less than a year ago. And he came to um, a few of our live shows and just noticed – how much fun we were having and with our live show that we were putting into it. Yeah. And then we started working with each other immediately. I mean, he's just such an amazing producer. We've never had more fun before. Yeah. So um, one of the main things that we wanted to bring out in this song, well, first of all is, you know, the song just kind of talks about how we're, we literally live like most days on the road, you know, back when all this, before yeah. all this was happening and, <laughs> and uh, we would just do gigs like all the time and we would travel all the time and, uh, you know, and you start growing up and you realize that you really should hang on to every single day because, um, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's really good to stop and smell the roses every now and then. And uh, yeah. I just love that we um, are able to bring out the fun and the energy in our live shows to our new music that we're creating here recently. So yeah. that was the goal, mm-hmm. and I think we, we hit it right on the, the head. So we love it. Yeah, that's how Sandy and I have always lived. And again, I think that's why we live the way we live is, you know, we don't have a whole lot of money right now, and but yet, you know what? We still go do things. We still, you know, like um, before all this life. quarantine, you know, before all this quarantine, we would we would go take um two, three day, three sometimes four days a month, and we live in Savannah right now, but we would go to um, oh. like Jacksonville, Jacksonville, Florida, which is two hours away, um, or Charleston, right. South wow. Carolina, we, just just for the day. We would shoot up there for the day, day there. We ended up going to like one of the church. To end, we would end the evening at church there, and then come back home that late that's that night. That's so awesome. Okay, that sounds like so much fun. <laughs> in Savannah, man, we have a, a few friends in Savannah as well, and that that's a great place to be. Absolutely. Well, not, well, now you got a new friend. There you <laughs> go. And we're actually it. planning on eventually moving to Nashville. We are. Really, that's a good place. There you go. We, we just feel it. like what's a great place to be. Yep, we just feel like what we do makes more sense up there, <clears throat> and yeah. um, and you and you know what, with two kids, because we, you know, it's funny. You just never know where your life is going to lead. Um, we yeah. wanted to move to say to Jacksonville for years, and Jacksonville, Florida. Yeah. Really? And that's always been my. Yeah, that's yeah. Cause, you know, because mm-hmm. I feel like Jacksonville is probably the best kept secret of Florida, because most people don't think of Jacksonville. When they think of Florida, um, I agree. But it is. Right. It's one of the great places there, and we and again we've traveled so much there. I mean, we travel so much there that when we don't go for six, seven, eight months, then sometimes the people behind the counter at the at the um, welcome center I ain't seen y'all in a while. So you know, you know, yes, you go really? when they start recognizing. <laughs> so, um, but that was always been kind of a dream to move down there, and but we for some reason. I mean, we'd go to churches, church a lot when we're down there and all that, but we could never, yeah. it seemed like we never made like solid connections. It, it's like something yeah. kept blocking that. And we're like, what, what's wrong? Like, you know, I wanted to build, I want to build a base before we move so that when we move there, it makes right. the transition easier. Mm-hmm. But then all of a sudden I was telling Sandy, I was like, you know, we can't make nothing happen in Jacksonville. Yeah. But for some reason, it, it's like God has connected us to probably a thousand great people in Nashville. But I'm That's sitting there okay. like, whoa. Uh, behind, I mean, we didn't even realize behind the scenes. 
You know, yeah. so that's the crazy part. And and all of a sudden we're like, you know, we, we've got a lot of PR companies in Nashville that love us. Um, we've Absolutely. got people that said we can get you in all the shows. So, you know, you come here, you can cover them with us, you know, and stuff because that's yeah. one thing we like to do. And I'm sitting there like, whoa, you know, well, maybe we've been looking at this whole picture wrong. Then when you look at our Caitlin and our um, little Chris in Jacksonville, yes, we can be happy. You've got the beach and all that. But in Nashville, there's things that they can do that you can't do in Jacksonville. Like I've got friends of mine that have already told me that, you know what, if y'all would have been up here, we could have put what, your kids in our video. That won't happen exactly. in Jacksonville. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, you know, yeah, too, with you know, Nashville, it's just so many people, like, especially in the industry, they they want to help you out. They're, you Like, you already have, like, a giant family there. Like and our, all of your artists are there anyway, so you could get, like, yep. face-to-face kind mm-hmm. of interviews, and it would be awesome. It would be perfect. <laughs> and, and you know what's funny when you say about Nashville? Something we learned, too, um, about six months ago, I posted on Facebook, and it was really for local, was for Savannah. Of course, I got a lot of Nashville friends. But it was really for Savannah where I posted, does anybody have an extra podcast-type mic um, that they would like to get rid of or whatever? And I was expecting someone from Savannah to say, yeah, I got something. But I had a yeah. friend of mine from Nashville private message me, say, what's your address? I've got one. I'll mail it to you. No way. Aww. I'm telling you. like it's, Everybody there just wants to help each other out, and like they'll do anything. Like They'll take their shirt off their back for you. And um, the community is so great, and even though it's a big city, it's really – Really not all that big. Yeah, it's like a small town, big city. You know, we still see uh, friendly faces that we know of in our grocery store that we go to. I mean, everywhere you go. <laughs> awesome. And and one thing we like to do too is, as you know, when your fans look at you, they see you. Like when when they look at Blake Shelton, they see Blake. They see Miranda. But fans yeah. really don't get to hear any stories about the team behind the people. And that's one thing we wanted to do different than a lot of shows. We wanted to talk about a little bit of the team that makes it – because let's face it, without your team, you can't do what oh, yeah. you need to do. So without tell a us a, no, yeah. a little bit about each of your team from your PR company to, of course, your producer, which you already said a little bit, but to the different people that helps you be, be who you are. Oh, my goodness. Okay, absolutely. I'm so glad that you guys are doing that because we just had a team meeting um, a few days ago. I think it was last Friday where um, we just were all Zooming and, you know, just having a glass of wine and all, you know, thanking each other and just, you know, talking about how great everybody's just doing such an amazing job. So, I mean, of course, we have uh, Diane Ritchie and uh, Kirsten Suarez who are, you know, they are based in Nashville and they help us with the radio promotion and, they are just kicking butt, and they're you know, <laughs> taking our song to, like, a bunch of radio stations. And we have a girl named Amber Foster who is um, our personal assistant in a way. Like, Amazing. She handles mm-hmm. everything like a boss. She is awesome. Like, she literally handled all the things that we <laughs> were struggling to, you know, to take to take on um, growing this business. And now, you know, thanks mm-hmm. to her, we, you know, she and I have a lot more opportunities to just really focus on the music and not too much of the business. Like she literally helped me with the publishing. Mm -hmm. Uh, Everything, absolutely everything. Um, We also have another man named Steve Shelton, who's just so sweet. He's, he's more of like, you know, just a a really great friend to us than anything. And he's just always knocking on doors and, you know, introducing us to people like our, our producer Cliff Downs and, 
and a lot of people on our team. So we just have a really, really great team, and we all work together. We're very small, but we we mm-hmm. make things happen. They're awesome. <laughs> you know, I remember a quote from, I think it was Justin Bieber, if I'm not mistaken. But I remember a quote that he yeah. said, what, what took us six or seven people for us to do now takes 300. Exactly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true. I mean, yeah, we're all just kind of acting like a big label here, so it, it is crazy. But um, it's so much more fun to, like, really understand, like, everything that goes into doing something like this. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Like, I can tell you how cool it is to understand how to, you know, control your own publishing company and, and uh, mm-hmm. our own label. And it's just really, really that cool. Awesome. It's really cool to figure it all out. So tell us, you know, since your parents were big time involved of you, you as, as you all were rising, tell us a parent story where they did, they went above and beyond on something, and y'all were like, wow, they really do believe in us. Oh, man. Oh, man. I mean, from the very start of our <laughs> career, there's a big, wow, they did that for us kind of moment whenever <laughs> we were like, okay, we want to do this. And they're like, oh, we're already ahead of you. We bought your instruments. We created a band room for you. We've got it down. Oh, Let's well. go. Let's have yeah. some fun. Dad, Dad <laughs> got rid of like three of his cars just so that we can have turn our – garage into a band room and then not even to mention you just going on the road mom and dad would mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. never 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 hesitate to make sure that we always had somewhere really you know stay and um you know mm-hmm. we were e- eating you know great nourishing foods you know so they just <laughs> always took care of us and the uttermost respect so we really couldn't have done it without them either that is really cool and because we're talking about family that's i think perfect moment we all, where we bring our eight-year-old on he like he loves one question. Okay, you can. No, Chris, you can. So he's go, Sandy's gonna get him on there real quick. <laughs> <laughs> and when Caitlin gets older, Yay. we'll include her too. Oh, that would be so fun. Awesome. <clears throat> All right, here's Christopher. Hey, Chris. Okay. Hi, Hi Hello. What's your favorite food? Oh, that's a good question, Christopher. Oh, my goodness. I think my favorite food, this is Tinka the drummer. My favorite food would have to be spaghetti. I love my carbs. Do you like spaghetti? That's my favorite thing. <laughs> uh, me too. I like spaghetti. Oh, yum. Oh, yeah. Man, I love pizza. Pizza is just huh. my favorite. Literally had some last night. <laughs> I can't get enough of the pizza. We're some carb girls over here. Yep. So what's yours, little Chris? Pizza. Woo! You love pizza too? Awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Christopher, <laughs> pizza buddies, right there. A great yep. question. I love that. Goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> Bye, Christopher. <laughs> yeah, he comes and goes quick. <laughs> he loves to be a part of it, though. <laughs> and, awesome. and there's been a few oh, shows where he couldn't be a part of it because they cut uh-huh. out too early. Well, I like the person that ghosted us. He's really upset he didn't get to ask his question. <laughs> right. <laughs> Do you remember what his question was? Well, he asks the same question every time. Right now we get him in, like, speech therapy and stuff, so he's a little, little behind of where he should be. So we, yeah. we make it a little easier for him for now. But, yeah, you know, let him ask that same question so that hey, he knows what he's gonna do. Oh, this is what... <laughs> I love it. Yes, and he loves it so much. Oh, you guys are so great for doing that for him. That's <clears throat> awesome. Oh, I just love that. So, um, if y'all could co-write with anyone, dead or alive, 
Who would it be, and what would you want to write about? Ooh, I love these questions. I want to write a song so badly with um, just the amazing songwriter, producer, uh, Shane McAnally. I just think he's so cool. And, that would be the goal. And, like, he's so good at, like, the love songs, too. So it would just be really cool to write, like, a fun, 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 fun <laughs> love song with him. What about you, Tinker? What do you think? Ooh, I would love to write with – do y'all know Grace Potter and the Nocturnals? Oh, my God. Oh, yes, Grace I Potter. do. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. she's such an amazing artist. She's just you can you can tell with every like show yeah. she does, whether it's live mm-hmm. or on you know, mm-hmm. on the phone or whatever she's taping it off of, she's just got so much passion. It is just crazy. And yeah. her vocals are just unreal and her lyrics are amazing. I think that would be a really cool collab. That would be awesome. Oh, definitely. <laughs> so if if you and if you look at life Y'all, the life y'all are living right now. What's one song out there that would describe your life? Oh man! Oh, don't let another day go by. I mean, I feel like don't let another day. That is why we released this because it just describes who we are so perfectly to the team. Yeah, and the way that we live, and the way that we continue to teach ourselves to live. You know, just taking every day from the present moment. Like you got to live in the now. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. We love living that way. Yeah, I definitely. That's a, that's the closest one out there so far because our life is so so different and so crazy. So they just love it. So, so what's um, your what what song that y'all have written has been the most memorable for you or most special to you, and um, why? Oh my goodness! Oh, um, I think the. The one song so far was um, because there are so many, but we had this one song called Sunshine. I got to uh, write that with the two guys in Love and Theft. And it was just like, first of all, the experience was just so awesome. I mean, they're the coolest guys ever. We did a lot of shows with them up until that point. And then not only that, Mm -hmm. but the song is just, um, it was something that we released separately. It was not tied to an album at all. Um, But it just, the message was so fun. The harmonies were fun. Um, the storytelling aspect of it. Uh, we love the beach. I mean, so obviously. That yeah. song, like, we got to do a music video um, to that one that you guys can check out on our YouTube page. Uh, in Santa Rosa definitely. Beach. And it's just, like, the most fun music video that we've ever created, too. And we, we had a really <laughs> good team and some friends down there for that, too. So It was just so much fun. It was awesome. <laughs> and I think Sunshine actually um, – was our highest charting song on Music Row, uh, I believe, oh, wow. too. So that was another really good reason why we just love Sunshine. That's awesome. That's really cool. Now, I'm going to ask a question, and I'm going to explain in a minute why I'm asking it this way. <clears throat> but if you had a magic wand, <clears throat> and okay. what you're about to say would for sure come true, where do you want to be in five years? And the reason I'm asking it that way is this past February, in fact, February 11th, made the five-year anniversary that we asked that question to Kelsey Ballerini. Her exact words of of what she said is how she's living right now. Mm -hmm. So she actually accomplished what she told us. And I'm one of them that believe if you don't have a vision of where you're going, you're you're not going to like where you go anyway. So I want to pull – I always like to pull out of the artist, what is their five-year vision? So where would you be in five years? Oh, man. I mean, just obviously still playing music, just – creating more songs that display deeper messages and just, I mean, obviously we want to share good 
positive, happy messages to the world. So, I mean, as long as we can continue to do what we're already doing, that's the life I want to live. What about you, Nada? I think, especially from five years from now, I would just, like Christina said, you know, continue to be doing, you know, playing music, but just on such a crazy level of just being able to interact with our fans more and get more creative with our merch and just, you know, really just, we look at Southern Halo as something that we love to do, but also Mm -hmm. a business and um, Mm -hmm. just seeing that this business grows into something just uh, amazing. And, and, you know, we, the fan experiences and exposures way more too, and be able to also go on the road with a bunch of other artists that we consider friends and, you know, getting oh. to continue to share music. And that would be so much fun. Oh, that's awesome. But it's also <laughs> not about the destination that you want to get to. It's also about the journey. Yeah. We could not be happier about yeah. where we're going right now. That is awesome. So let's say y'all had a friend and you heard them sing. And let's say that they get, they're pretty good. They got a good vibe to, to him or her. And um, and they played. They haven't played a whole lot yet. They played maybe 10 or 20 shows. And, of course, this would be pre-COVID advice, so keep that in mind. <laughs> but they, they, they've played three, you know, they've played 10, 20 shows, and they've gotten on that stage, and they got what every artist says, that stage bug, where they just know in their heart this is what they're supposed to do the rest of their life. Yeah. What advice would you give that particular person that will help guide them the next two, three, four years? I personally would just say that um, to follow your gut. I mean, we, you know, we've had instances like that too. Like sometimes whenever, you know, you know no matter what career that you want to tackle, um, mm-hmm. especially if you love it, it mm-hmm. makes it a lot easier. But you're always going to have things like sacrifices or run-ins where you're just like, is this something I want to do for the rest of my life? And when you look at that moment where you're standing on stage and like nothing could take that excitement and like that feeling away, <clears throat> You just know that you want to do that. So, I mean, I'd just mm-hmm. say that you just have to follow your gut and your heart. Yeah. And, and don't just, let anybody stop you either. Like, on your journey, mm-hmm. some people may not approve of what you're doing or uh, <laughs> your true. music. And you can't let that stop you unless you're hurting people. Then don't do that. <laughs> You've got to just keep trucking and just keep believing in yourself mm-hmm. and keep working hard to get where you want to be. And, yeah. Anything you <laughs> and, you know, we, and, and, you know, we can – feel what you're saying there because um i remember that first time that we did this show on january 3rd now granted we've interviewed people in the past so it's not like we've never done interviews but this is this was a little different because we had a show format being the Kiss and sandy show and yeah. i can remember that first show i told sandy that morning i was like i can t-, you know as you can tell i can talk no big deal about talking yeah uh, I was like, I wasn't, wasn't worried about talking. My biggest fear was technology. That will the, it, yeah, as long as it don't right. go out. And, and what's mm-hmm. funny was I guess God heard that was my biggest fear and decided, you know what, let's, let's mess that up for your first show so that you can get through that fear. <laughs> because we, we were interviewing um, Ashley and Grace, and <clears throat> she was our first artist. And about five minutes in, three minutes in, whatever it was, it was a few minutes in, it went blank. And I'm like, and, and Sandy come running into the room because, of course, we're, in, we're on phones like y'all are in different rooms so that we don't get no feedback. And um, so we're like, um, she's like, what, what happened? I don't know. And then Ashlyn texts me and said, um, I think I got bumped off. What happened? I don't know. We're still, I'm like, so we all finally just tried to log back in. We all logged back in, and it worked, and we were able to 
go with it and the rest of the show. But but it was one of the moments to where, wow, we got through that. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> really? Yes. On the first day. <laughs> that is crazy. But, a, I mean, it just – it just really goes to show you that that's just something that you love to do too. So, I mean, I just love that. And I think the the best piece of advice I've ever gotten was a friend. And it was again, a friend from Nashville. We were chatting on Facebook and, and in fact, same friend that gave me the podcast, Mike. <laughs> so that's kind of ironic. Was it but really? We were chatting <laughs> and I asked him what would, what, what's the best piece of advice he could give as we launched the Chris and Sandy show. And he was like, I'll give you one piece of advice. And I was like, um, and I'm thinking to myself, one piece? Why is he giving me one piece? I get why now. But <laughs> yeah. the only piece of advice I would give is be authentic. He says, here's why. He says, um, he, he says you can be the, the second best Bobby Bones. Let's just say you can. Or the second best Ty Bentley. He says, let's say you pull that off. He says, now, I don't think you can. He says, but let's say you pull that off. He says, the day's going to come. When authentic Chris comes out, you can hide it all you want, but it will come out. And he says, the day that authentic Chris comes out, every one of the people that love your show will leave your show because exactly. they, they fell in love with the fake Chris. But if you start being authentic, then the right audience will come. There you go. I mean, yeah, that's, that's so true. If you just be yourself and be authentic and, you know, find ways to make, you know, your show just, you know, like you said, authentic and just the way you want it to be, you're going to attract the right people to your show. So, I mean, I think that's the best you know advice what? he could have ever given you. <laughs> and you know what's funny about that, about, about the authenticness and what you just said, is um, we interviewed Jeff Coffey, who he, for a couple of years he actually was lead singing at uh, the group Chicago. Really cool. Yeah, yeah. And, oh, yeah. And, yeah. Um, and, so after the show was over, he shared the show and all that. So I was curious what people say. And, you know, you, you never want to listen to what social media, as you know. So I'm, I scrolled through a couple of his comments, and I seen this one person say, loved the interview, but the host was windy. And I had to ask Sandy. I was like, what does that even mean? Because what, what? I didn't know. She said, long-winded. And, and then I'm like, okay, well, that's kind of my authentic self, so I'm okay with that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's so funny. I love that. that. <laughs> because, well, so, I but, think you guys are awesome. And, oh, and you know what? So we could talk, we're down to our last question. To be honest, I could talk all night long. To be honest, you know, I know. We, we could go <laughs> <laughs> But the last question is: What is a question that that you wish hosts like us would ask but never do? Who you know. That's actually a really good question because you guys have – y'all have asked us questions already that a lot of people never really get to. It's so really – it's so cool to be able to uh, talk about the behind the scenes and people to thank and uh, and the struggles and, yeah. and, like, just all of that kind of stuff. Because, you know, most people only ask questions that are just very generic and, yeah. um, you know, what, what are probably going to be the highlights of the career. Like, how did yeah. you get started? you know, tell us about the song and stuff like that. So I absolutely love that y'all um, are interested in the background and, and like the beginning passions and yeah. like the, you know, the, the people that we love to thank on our team, which of course we have to, you know, also give a shout out to our wonderful publicist, Martha Moore, who kind of sets <laughs> us up 
for yeah, us today. We were just originally naming just the three newest people on our team, but oh man, the list goes on. <laughs> yeah. Got so many family members that we consider now that are on our team as well. Yeah. Uh, the list mm-hmm. goes on, and we can't appreciate you guys enough and thank y'all enough for no. asking these amazing questions. You guys are awesome. I know this has been the most fun interview ever. Well, we'd love oh, we to love hear that because, you know, when we launched the show, one thing I told Sandy, I was like, um, how can we be di- – because there's a thousand different shows out there. So how can we be yeah. different? And um, because, of course, now granted, we're a married couple doing a show together. I think that puts us in less than 1% of the show, so that kind of makes us different. Um, but I wanted something unique, and I was like, I know what it is. We're going to allow – because I, I just didn't see this out there. We're going we're gonna to give up-and-coming artists a chance to tell parts of their story that they never get to tell. That's why we make it 60 Minutes because I yeah, know that exactly. – that most shows can't let you do all that because it's only 15, 20 minutes on average. You know, yeah, so exactly. we wanted to be different by giving the platform to y'all and making it a conversation so that, you know what, we just want the world to hear us talk to y'all. Just, a, just like it's just two friends, three friends, four, well, I guess in this case, four friends <laughs> talking <laughs> and with the world yeah. listening. So that's kind of how we wanted to do the show. Yeah, I love that. I, just, awesome. I love it too, and I and I love getting to hear y'all's backstory too. And like, because it, I mean, you know, like any business, it all has to start from mm-hmm. the ground up, and you know, it's got to start somewhere. Yep. And mm-hmm. I, just, yeah. I think anybody listening, it's really cool to just kind of get to hear the the backstories on you know things getting started like this. So, so cool, you guys are the best. We love it. <laughs> so, well, thank you. Well, tell everybody how they can reach you. Absolutely. Well, you guys, like we said, we do have a brand new single out called Don't Let Another Day Go By that we just released last Friday so that you guys can check that out literally anywhere, Amazon, Spotify, all the fun stuff, or the easiest way to get in touch with us and uh, to find all of our socials is actually by going to our website at southernhalo.net, and uh, that'll lead you to our Facebook, our Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, everything, all of the fun stuff. So y'all just come on over and say hello, and we would love to stay in touch. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds good, and we look forward to looking y'all up when we go up to Nashville. Yeah, yeah please let's do. hang out. Let's let's get together. Sounds well, good. Sounds like a plan. Sounds, sounds like a plan for us. And you know what? Woo-hoo. We really enjoyed the show today because you know, again, I, I was telling Sandy, I love it when 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 um, artists come on excited because it gets me excited and it keeps the show alive. It does. Y'all there been, you go. <laughs> well, thank you. We really we appreciate that. Thank you. <laughs> All right, and, and we'll be in touch real soon. Talk. We look forward to um, reaching out to y'all. Absolutely. Thank y'all you. have such a great one. Y'all be careful. All right, oh, you thank too. you, y'all. We appreciate it. Thanks. <laughs> Bye, guys. We'll talk to y'all Bye. soon. Bye. <laughs> hey, everyone. Hope you really enjoyed the show today. Really awesome. You know, go look up Southern Halo. Really great um, group there. They're definitely going places. And as always, tomorrow we got two shows ahead of it. We kind of got 11 shows, I think, going to happen this week. It's going to be our busiest week yet doing this. So we'll see how that goes. But tomorrow we got two more coming at you. Please go support all these artists that we're bringing on because they, they could use your help with this whole virus thing going on because they make money off shows. They don't get to do shows now. So go support their merchandise or however you want to. And again, as always, we will see you all tomorrow.